Welcome to today's business ingredients episode on starting a carpet cleaning business. My name is Ed Bejarana, and in this episode, we'll look at cost and income projections, startup requirements, and considerations for your new carpet cleaning business. We'll then talk with industry expert Rex Grace with APM Cleaning. Strap in as we dish up for the knowledge for your advancement. We have all wondered what are the ups and downs of different types of businesses. As business owners, we've even wondered if starting another business is the best option. Business Buffet Ingredients is meant to give you a taste for what it takes to start and successfully run a business. We'll reach out into the world of business and interview success stories and present them on our smorgasbord of business helping options. Strap in and get ready to taste the finer business points. So you're thinking about starting a carpet cleaning business. Good news, dirt is everywhere and it gets into everything. Rental carpet cleaners don't do a very good job, so professional carpet cleaners are in demand. There are more than 34,800 carpet cleaning businesses in America with a total annual industry revenue of about $5.4 billion. Annual growth between 2014 and 2019 was 3%. Industry average income for an owner-operator is between $50,000 to $75,000 a year. Location and marketing is the key to success. Startup costs vary based on the equipment and training you acquire. The better the equipment you buy, the higher the price is to get your business off the ground. On the other hand, your costs over time may be lower. Better equipment can deliver professional quality work in less time and at a lower cost. There is no specific education or training needed to start a carpet cleaning business, However, obtaining industry certifications can help with both your carpet cleaning skills and business marketing. No matter what equipment or certifications you go with, you will have insurance costs right out of the gate. Besides general liability and possibly workers' comp, if you plan on hiring employees, you'll also need insurance to protect you against damages to property. Some of the things you'll need at startup include a new or used van to transport your carpet cleaning equipment, professional carpet cleaning equipment, including a portable cleaner with a power wand or brush with rotating heads, and extractor with attached holding tank. You can also choose a truck-mounted system in which the equipment is attached to long hoses. You'll need spot and stain removal kits. You'll need cleaning solutions and solvents. Based on industry averages, startup costs for your new carpet cleaning business can range between fifty dollars to $80,000. With me today, I have Rex Grace from APM Cleaning, located in Coeur d'Alene, Idaho. Rex, thank you for joining us on the Business Buffet today. Thanks for having me, Ed. So, so how long have you been in the carpet cleaning business? We started our business in uh, 1994, so that's 26 years. 
So you're just kicking the tires on this, seeing if you like it. Yeah, yeah, right. Yeah, I, I mean, I may quit any day. <laughs> well, you don't want to no. rush into a career or anything like that. <laughs> right, right, what, right. What prompted yeah. you to pick this business? Well, I uh, I got caught in a layoff at a company uh, was developing uh, hardware and software systems, and I uh, was looking around for a job. And while I was doing that, I went to work part time for a friend of mine that had a cleaning business and got introduced to the janitorial cleaning and other cleaning aspects like uh, tile floors and carpet cleaning and window cleaning. And uh, as my job prospects didn't really pan, weren't panning out, I decided that I might as well just uh, keep doing the cleaning business, but I gravitated into the carpet cleaning because it has a better profit margin than janitorial cleaning. And I was able to make better money there. So I ended up starting into the carpet cleaning at that time, basically just to make money, not because I loved it or it was a, a goal, but um, at a necessity. Interesting. Now, APM cleaning, you guys do still clean as well, right? You're not just carpet cleaning. Correct, yeah. We, we do janitorial cleaning as well as residential home cleaning. And uh, uh, with the carpet cleaning, it's upholstery cleaning. That kind of goes hand-in-hand in tile and grout cleaning. So those are the three main areas we do uh, cleaning work. Now, have you found that by offering other cleaning services that you've been able to get additional carpet cleaning jobs as well and vice versa? Oh, absolutely. Uh, House cleaning, residential home cleaning goes hand-in-hand with carpet cleaning because almost all residential homes have at least some carpet and or upholstery. And if we're doing the general cleaning there, the residential cleaning on an ongoing basis, you see the need for cleaning on those textiles. So our crews cleaning homes can recommend, hey, this piece of upholstery would look really nice. If it's clean, we can do that. And uh, it leads to many, many jobs that way. Um, more, more so than carpet cleaning leading to residential. So yeah, it's a, it's a great way to actually add to the carpet upholstery side of the cleaning business. Now you, you talked about the margins in the carpet cleaning were much higher than on the janitorial side. Uh, can, can you give us any kind of comparative numbers? Yeah, the, um, janitorial cleaning has low overhead, but it also has uh, a low uh, um, low return for your effort because it's mainly just manpower. There's not as much knowledge and equipment involved. So it's about uh, a third the, the gross you'll get out of a carpet cleaning business. But carpet cleaning takes a little more equipment, as you've indicated in your intro. Uh, you got more invested in that equipment. So And also there's more knowledge involved in carpet cleaning, like everything else in our world, things are getting more technical and cleaning businesses more technical too. So you pay more for that extra knowledge and that extra equipment that has to be there to complete that job. Now, if, if kind of, if you had it all to do over again and you were listening to a podcast like this, making the decision that you wanted to go into this business, what is the one bit of advice you wished a mentor would have shared with you? when you started out in carpet cleaning? Well, there's actually a couple of things, but the first thing is uh, I wish I would have gone to work for a carpet cleaning company 
for three, six months, maybe a year to figure out the business, figure out a little bit more about it uh, so that when I started my own business, I'd have a leg up. I'd know which direction to go and I could run a little faster at it because I wouldn't be second guessing myself quite as much. So I, I get that experience with another company first. And the second thing is, is I get trained, I get certified much quicker. Uh, I didn't think it was necessary at first and, and it took me some years to get there. But once I started getting more industry knowledge, technical knowledge, uh, my business went much better. I, I gained some marketing knowledge and things just took off from there. So I get certified as soon as I could too. Now, in my preparation for our interview, I was kind of reading a, uh, some disagreement in the industry. There's several experts who are saying, like you, get certified right away. And there's others that are saying, ah, now you don't really need that. I, I kind of lean towards the education, um, hence the reason I produce a education-based podcast. But um, what are some of the business advantages that you've directly gained by getting those certifications? Well, as I mentioned, cleaning business is much more technical than it used to be. Um, cleaning is all about chemistry. And if you don't understand the chemistry, you can't clean near as effectively as someone that has that knowledge. And as a matter of fact, then you could ruin things through your processes being in, uh, incorrect. Uh, and then that's going to cost you money. You know, obviously you're not going to keep that person as a client. Probably it's, it's not, it doesn't create goodwill. So that education really helps you do a better job, protect you uh, as a business owner. And that leads to more business because people are going to say, wow, that guy really knows what he's doing. And man, that's really clean. And so, you know, use him. And so your referral business goes uh, well. And that's real important is having those referrals. Now, speaking of the referrals, what are some of the things that you did early on from a marketing or advertising standpoint that really made a difference in getting your business off the ground? Well, the things, the, the two things that really made a difference in my marketing was getting involved in networking with other people, other businesses. And I did that through networking groups. Um, and you don't have to do that that way, but that was a great first step for me. Taught me a lot. Um, other ways of networking without going through official networking groups is being involved in your community through the chamber or through volunteer groups. And that way you're interacting with other people in the community. You're getting their name out there, so to speak, that way. And, and that was real key in getting business to start with because Business coming through Yellow Pages, at least for carpet cleaning, not the best way to get you new business, depending on, on how you're setting your business up. So the, the networking was, was really good. And um, then learning some uh, how to brand my company and how to market like a company, not just like your mom, pa, kettle. Right, right. And, and that took some, I had, to, I had to get in front of some marketing people and hire some consultants to get myself educated on how to do that. And that made a big difference, those two things. Sure. Uh, last question, what, what are some of the challenges you ran into that you just didn't expect? They came completely out of left field, and then how did you overcome them? 
Well, I was looking at that question earlier, and I really can't come up with anything that was a, a really big challenge. I mean, you have, you know, I mean, one of the challenges is how do we get more business? But it wasn't a big challenge. It was, you know, it was surmountable. And all I had to do was look around. I'm a plagiarist. I look around to see anything successful and try to uh, emulate that. And so uh, there's been challenges, but there's been nothing that's like, oh, wow, that's scary. You know, maybe maybe one was the very first time I cleaned a carpet with a carpet machine. It almost killed me physically. Well, no, it didn't almost kill me, but it was pretty hard. And I thought, geez, I don't know if I want to do this. And it took me a few weeks, a month or so to get used to the physical work of carpet cleaning. And once I did that, then I was fine. And actually, it's a benefit because it's like going to the gym and getting paid. I was just going to say, <laughs> we're promoting Weight Watchers on this one here. All right. <laughs> well, and I, 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 I joke with my clients uh, quite often about, yeah, with the, you know, they'll watch me work because I'm dragging hoses. And I do a lot of my own work by myself. And I'm dragging hoses and pulling things around and up and down stairs. And, and they say, wow, these are pretty hard work. And I said, yep, you don't need a gym membership with this job. So uh, it's, it's good, though. It's good because I find that when I'm not cleaning as much, I'm not in as good a shape. Is there a seasonality? I'm sorry, I said what last question. I'm going to ask another one. Is there kind of a seasonality yeah. in your business? Oh, absolutely. Uh, the seasons uh, is spring and summer and fall is the primary times for, for cleaning. And uh, wintertime slows way down. This time of the year, it slows down quite a bit. And um, it's, uh, you know, kind of time to take a break maybe. Or you can, there are ways to pump up your business, and there's, there's different aspects of the business. You can do a water damage is one of them that goes along with carpet cleaning quite a bit. And uh, – companies do in, in conjunction with cleaning. And in the wintertime, you'll have water-damaged jobs because of frozen, broken, leaking pipes. And those can be very profitable, but they're a different kind of work. So, yeah, there is a seasonality, but I find that to be kind of nice because uh, I can take advantage of it and do other things or uh, other parts of the business. Well, Rex, I sure appreciate you taking the time today to answer the questions that our listeners are just hankering for. If you guys are thinking about starting your carpet cleaning business, by all means, do it. Do some research. Listen to Rex's words. Get out there and be. For right now, let us hear from one of our sponsors. Is your computer not running right? Is it making sounds it shouldn't? Do you want your computer to run better? Give F1 for help a call at 208-687-0183 or visit them on the web at www.f1forhelp.net. Thank you for listening to The Business Buffet. Thank you for listening to The Business Buffet Ingredients. We hope we tempted your business taste buds with something sweet. Please share this podcast with your friends and show them that you are the smartest person in the room. Visit businessbuffet.page and sample all the flavors of the Business Buffet. We hope you eat hearty in business.